Happy New Year. So I made it to midnight last night, and I was watching the ball drop. Uh, I guess Miley Cyrus was gyrating up there. It was uh, always a bit surreal. But I was kind of amazed. I was given to reflect a little bit upon what it is that everyone is celebrating on New Year's Eve. You know, it's, it's kind of, I suppose as human beings, we're pretty much ready for any excuse to celebrate much of anything. And if you uh, arrange enough bright lights and, you know, enough good music, maybe you could just kind of get into celebrating pretty much on any occasion. But it seems like New Year's is, at least customary across the world, an occasion to celebrate. I suppose, on the one hand, we could be celebrating the past, you know, the the blessings of a year gone by, I think that's probably true for most of us. We look back at the end of a year and we see blessings in our life and we're grateful to God. And so it's a fitting occasion to celebrate those gifts, to celebrate our gracious, provident God who has led us through another year. I think, though, more often, at least for myself and I think for many others, there's also the kind of anticipation of a new beginning, a new year, something Better, perhaps, hopefully, than the year that came before. New hopes, new dreams, maybe even some hopes for our own personal life, maybe will be better in 2023. It's also a moment, anytime you just change the calendar year, it kind of reminds you of this constant march of history. Yesterday we were living in the year of our Lord, 2022. Now we're living in the year of our Lord, 2023. Which is to say, we are one year closer to His second coming. To the end of human history. To that glorious day when He will come to bring among us His kingdom definitively for all eternity. Bringing a close to our mortal life and giving us our eternal reward. So there's something joyful about being one day closer to His coming. Another year to prepare ourselves for that glorious day. And every year, around the world, the church celebrates this day by honoring the Blessed Mother, Mary, the Mother of God. Now, of course, Mary, Mother of God, we're just given a title to celebrate. And there's a lot that we could say about this title, Mary, Mother of God. Of course, it speaks most directly to her son, that her son is truly God. And that, of course, was the original meaning of this title. It was a kind of proclamation of the divinity of her son, which was questioned in certain times in early church history. By saying Mary is truly the mother of God, we're saying Jesus is truly divine, truly God. We're also saying something beautiful about Mary and her vocation, and also about Mary's relationship to us. It's amazing to think, you know, when God decided from all eternity, that he would enter his own history, that he would become one of us, take upon himself human nature, to walk among us as our brother. He could have done it any number of ways. But God in his wisdom decided that he wanted to have a human mother. That's how he wanted to come among us. And not only so that he could enjoy having a mother, which is one of the most wonderful things about being human, but also that we might share a mother with him, 
that his mother might be our mother. So when we proclaim Mary, mother of God, we're also proclaiming Mary as our mother. And it's fitting that we celebrate the motherhood of Mary, our mother, and the mother of Jesus, at the beginning of a new year, year of our Lord 2023. Because mothers have a special way of supporting new beginnings. It could be because, well, they see us in all those awkward childhood moments, you know, learning not to wet the bed, getting over those irrational fears of going down in the basement, uh, being totally self-absorbed and socially anxious all the time as a preteen and a teenager. They help us grow through all of that. Our mothers believe in what we can be and don't settle for what we are. They see us at our worst, and yet they still believe in our best. You know, maybe it's because, again, we just, their first experience of us was these adorable screaming terrors. You know, they've, we've been kind of defecating on them from the beginning. And, and the most amazing thing is they don't hold a grudge against us. That's the beautiful thing about mothers. They look past all that, and they love us still, unconditionally. It's a grudgeless love. It can seem almost blind at times, mother love. So strong and unconditional. But, of course, it's not truly blind. It's just that mothers see the goodness that oftentimes we struggle to see. They see the goodness of what we could be, become, the goodness that is latent within us, the goodness of our just existing in this world. So mothers have a special love that fosters new beginnings. Now, some people, I think, are cynical about New Year's resolutions, and I can understand that. I mean, it's oftentimes they're not the most important resolutions or, you know, they don't really tend to last all that long. But I do think there's something beautiful about the resolution to, you know, be better in some way. That's pretty Christian, I should think. Something that can be baptized. And at the beginning of this year, I want to challenge you, encourage you to consider what is it that the Lord is asking of you in 2023? How is he asking you to be the best version of yourself? You know, where could you grow? Where could you be better? Be more ready for his coming. And I think for any kind of resolution, there's a few things that are required. We have to, you know, want to change, which I think most of us, yeah, we know we could be better. It's not so hard. We have to believe it's possible. Well, that maybe we start to waver there. We have to be willing to ask for the grace, you know, the grace from our Lord to help us. And we have to be willing to suffer for it. We have to be willing to suffer for it. You know, any kind of personal change, any kind of deeper conversion, any kind of letting go of a bad habit, a habitual sin, it always involves a death. The old man must die. Any conversion, any change, requires a willingness to suffer, to be better, to be transformed to let go of what you think you need to be you. 
And Mary, our mother and our queen, reigning in heaven, is so eager to help us in these tasks. She sees what we could become, and even though she sees all of our faults and weaknesses, our bad habits, she doesn't define us by them, and she sees what we could be. The new man that could be if given the grace. And she reminds us that she is eager, as our mother, to beseech the Lord in heaven for all that we need, that every holy desire in our heart might come to fruition, might be efficacious, might lead to the transformation we desire. And she also promises us, by her life and her prayer, that we don't suffer alone. So we ask ourselves today then, this beginning of this new year of our Lord, what do you resolve to change? You know, what does the best version of yourself look like? What part of the old man needs to die? What's keeping you from staying in a state of grace or growing in charity even more? What's causing you shame and dissatisfaction with yourself? There's probably something. If you saw yourself through your mother's eyes, what goodness would be yearning to blossom, to bloom, to come forth? Of course, these old habits of ours, this, our weakness, our failings, they do die hard, and we have to be willing to suffer, as I've said. But we don't do that alone. No, we as the body of Christ, together we form a resolution, together as the people of God, those called to be Christ in the world together, that we will be better. That we will suffer to change together. And we should see in our brothers and sisters, our family members, everyone around us, that they have the desire to be the best they could be. They do desire it. Maybe they've just lost a little hope. It's possible. We need to encourage each other that we can be the best we can be by God's grace and by our encouragement of each other. So today in this new year of our Lord, let us honor our Blessed Mother and our Lord by seeking to make this year a special year of grace in our lives, in the lives of our families, and in the world. Let us resolve to to change what needs to change and to lean on God's grace to make it possible. It's a new year for us. So let us believe in each other's best and let us honor our Lord who gave us his own mother and leaning on his grace, let us make mom proud. <laughs>